Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Buckeye Bombast with Bill Avenound, the boy. This episode, week eight picks. I believe we only have six different ones instead of eight this week, so I am surprised. I thought there would be more. Uh, somehow, no ranked on ranked matchups. Which I was a little bit surprised by. Uh, but any uh, games that really stand out here? It's not a great slew of games this week. Uh, have some interesting ones just because of the way uh, of where teams are at right now. But Right. Uh, um, yeah, there are a couple. Uh, I, I think the uh, CCU, you know, Coastal Carolina, who are they playing right now as we air this? Yes, what, what's the score? I don't know. I haven't looked at okay. it yet. Because as we talked about this one, you know, just way surprised by only a three and a half point um, spread for that one. Uh, Appy State just got rocked. Um, Coastal Carolina has been taking care of business. And, and Appalachian State, I think, has a lot of injuries, too. So I was really surprised by that one. Um I'm taking that one with 24, my second highest uh, confidence next to the Ohio State game. Yeah, so I was actually going to put this higher. I still have it pretty high, not that high, uh, mainly because Coastal Carolina uh, has not, I mean, they played one of the worst schedules uh, in the country. I mean, the teams they played have been pretty bad, and against those teams, they, I think, are 79th in the country against the run. Uh so I'm not sold on their defense. The spread is only three and a half, and that's enough to where I'm pretty confident Coastal will definitely cover that. I mean, I think they're going to win. Uh, but App State, even though they came off that loss, I think they probably were preparing for this game, getting ready for this game. Uh, they played them close last year, and it's at home. You know, group of five games, home field, I think, you know, means a little more. So, um I don't know. I, I'd still put 17 on Coastal Carolina, um, but I think there's a slight chance, you know, just because we haven't seen Coastal Carolina really play anybody yet, you know, maybe there might be an upset, but I'm still, yeah, going to go with the shunts. The shunts Klaus. The boy is going with the privileged roosters. Okay. I think the next one for me uh, that looks looks interesting, just basically going down uh, the list chronologically. Um, you've got Wake Forest Army. I think is is interesting. I won't you know dwell too long on that one. It's just it's at Army. Wake Forest is undefeated, and you know two things with this. I I I think Army has played a fairly strong um, schedule so far. I mean they. They, they lost by seven to Wisconsin at Wisconsin. Um, they're four and two. Uh, so they, they've been playing pretty well. And it's at Army. And, and Wake Forest, even though they're six and zero, oh, they've, I don't know that they've really won anything big. And it, it, I, I also wonder, you know, hey, Clemson obviously is down two losses, uh, one in the conference, right? So they're still really in it. And I just wonder if Wake Forest kind of starts getting a little uh, edgy about things and going to army, you know, I, I just think that uh, I, I find that one interesting. Um, and I'm actually taking army in that one uh, 
not terribly confident, but just given some of those dynamics, I'm, I'm going with Army with seven. I thought about that, too. I mean, Wisconsin is kind of a passing offense. Um, you know, Wake Forest has played some close games. You know, they've let let me down. But uh, Wake Forest actually has a pretty decent run defense. And, of course, that's about all what Army does. You know, they run that option, so obviously they have to be prepared for um, those different sets. But, uh, and, of course, Army, too, will try to limit the game, you know, similar to, like, Navy well against Cincinnati. But I don't know I do think Wake Forest will win this game. Uh, I think they haven't played it's too great of competition, but I could, at this point in time, I trust their run defense enough. Uh, it's only three and a half, so I'm pretty confident in Wake Forest. I got 16 on the Demon Deacons. Which takes us to the next service academy, Navy. You, you, you mentioned Navy UC. It's another one UC is at Navy. Um I, I put one on Navy on this one. So my lowest confidence on Navy. Um, some might think, well, you still aren't sold on UC yet. I, I think that's actually being somewhat sold on, on UC. Right? Only putting one confidence point uh, on Navy. It's still a big spread. It's at Navy. UC doesn't play as well away from home. Of course, that being said, you know, they've played their toughest games away from home. Indiana, which you know, may or may not be that tough. And Notre Dame, which again... You know, I don't think is is super tough, but uh, relative to the rest of their schedule, uh, AAC is not that great. Um, so I think with this one, just being away from home, and I wonder similarly, is that pressure going to start building? Uh, they've they've impressed me so far. They have done much better each game than I thought they would, and they 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 are starting to look more the part, even though I don't agree. Uh, that they should get in over a one-loss Power 5 champion. We're not there yet. And, you know, I am more and more each week thinking of them with a little bit higher regard. You know, I kind of joked about FSU, Florida State, um, in the 90s uh, with a terrible ACC. Uh, you know, and that's really, really what helped, um, you know, Florida State rise was they had a terrible conference to go through, just like Cincinnati does here, but they dominated Right, the past couple of years, UC hasn't dominated. You know, they they played a lot of these games close, a lot of them in that conference that shouldn't even have been close at all. Those games, they are taking care of business very easily. So I am more impressed with them. But again, still a very high spread. Um, middle of the year uh, at uh, Navy, so I'm, I'm just going to go with Navy with one. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I've actually faded Cincinnati the past couple of weeks and thought surely those teams would cover the spreads and Cincinnati blew them out. I'm actually going to take Cincinnati. I mean, there's a reason Navy's one in five. Uh, their defense is atrocious. They actually give it more in the run than they do in the pass on average, which is kind of funny. Um, Navy just runs the ball. Cincinnati's strength is run defense. I mean, they, they're good up front. And so I, see, I have a hard time seeing Navy you know, scoring more than a touchdown, if anything even if it's at home. Uh, and I think Cincy will be able to score at ease like other teams have on Navy. So uh, I know it's 27 and a half, but uh, this time I'm, I'm going confident in Cincinnati until, uh, you know, maybe they slow down or, uh, you know. The boy is going changes. large. But I am going large. I'm putting 23 on Cincinnati. Okay. 
Fantastic. Uh, what about you? Are any others? I have a couple more, uh, but you might get to them. So, yeah. what do you think? There's a couple. I mean, just going down the list, it's Purdue and Wisconsin is intriguing uh, because Purdue's now ranked. They're at home against Wisconsin, who uh, struggled all year. You know, and Purdue's defense has actually been pretty decent. I mean, I'm really surprised. Like I said, you know, I'll eat crow. I chose Purdue to finish last in the Big Ten West this year. Uh, I really didn't think they'd be able to do anything. And, um, I mean, they, you know, good for them. They've been playing um, some decent football. I think they've been doing a little bit better with quarterback change. Um, of course, their only offense is David Bell. But uh, Purdue's actually a, a dog at home. By two and a half, it's tough because it's a pick em, but I'm actually going to go with Purdue. Um, I, I know they might, you know, feel that they lost to Minnesota, who's not a great team. They beat Iowa, you know, coming off that hype. You know, is it too much? I don't know. But against Wisconsin, I feel like you can, you know, scheme David Bell open. Wisconsin's only going to be able to run the ball, and you just load the box and stop them. I mean, you force them to pass, you know, Purdue – Forces turnovers against Iowa. They could do similar to, you know, similar to that against Wisconsin. Uh, very two very similar teams, especially offensively. So uh, there's no reason to think that Purdue, you know, can't play like they did against Iowa against a similar Wisconsin team um, that relies heavily on defense and running the ball. So um, I'm going to go with Purdue. I'm only not super confident. I only got two on them. Interesting um, because. Because had I not had the paper in front of me here to see that you had already taken them with two, the way you were speaking so glowingly, I, I would have thought that you uh, <laughs> were going to take them bigger. I know, but then there comes the but. I mean, it's still Purdue, and they've struggled, you know, against these big teams in their division in the past, especially Wisconsin. So that's why I'm hesitant, you know, especially coming off that big win that they might just fall, you know, right back off a cliff. So. Yeah, I think uh, for me with this game, it's at Purdue. And the the West division is weird. You know, those teams, they're up and down, up and down. They don't have, in my opinion, the consistency. And and not to say that, you know, the East is a a beacon of consistency, but they tend to have more teams that play a bit more consistent than the West. You know, it's sometimes hard to pick these games. But given that this is at Purdue and... Another factor is Wisconsin against decent teams just hasn't looked good. You know, they are, what, 3-3, three and three, and those three wins are against who? Uh, Illinois, um, Army, barely, and who's that third win? It's escaping me. Uh, some, some MAC some, team. Yeah, there you go, some MAC team. You know, who are their losses to? Notre Dame, right? Michigan. And who's the other one? It's a... uh, yeah. It doesn't matter. The yeah. point is, is that they're they're harder competition. They they don't seem to play very well against this year. So you got those two factors at Purdue. Purdue's playing well, and I, oh, I Penn State. Well, yeah, Penn Sorry. State. Right. Sorry, I, I don't know how I forgot that very first game of the year, and they kind of stunk their way to a sixteen ten loss. So, yeah, when they play good, decent teams, um, at the very least, it will be close. 
I think because it's at Purdue and Purdue, the difference between them in in prior years, not just that they've got a winning record, they're doing a bit better, but they have been competitive in just about all of their games. You know, they lost to Notre Dame as well, but not quite as bad as Wisconsin. Now, granted, the Wisconsin got away from them halfway through the fourth quarter, but still roughly about the same. Um, you know, they beat Iowa, to your point, if a strong team. We can talk about whether, well, are they really a top 10 team or not? It doesn't really matter. That type of team, Wisconsin hasn't been able to do anything against. They beat what's looking like a decent Oregon State team, right? Oregon State's 4-2. and two. Um, So I, I guess my point is, is Purdue, uh, oh, and they lost to Minnesota, you're right, but Minnesota's 4-2. and two. Minnesota beat, um, you know, some other pretty good teams, right? So I, I just think Purdue, on their whole composite, just looks better this year than they normally do. And so because of those three reasons, at Purdue, uh, Wisconsin doesn't seem to do well against the decent teams, and Purdue's a little bit different this year. I'm going with Purdue. And I, and I went through that whole spiel because I'm pretty confident. I, I'm going with 20 on that one. All right. hope they don't let you down. Oh, they probably will. <laughs> um, uh, as we speak, I looked up the score. Uh, Coastal and App are tied with 14. Tied at 14 in the early second quarter, so it looks like this one may be a shootout. Interesting. After all that, huh? Yeah, which, I mean, I was worried about the defense, but we'll, we'll see as it goes along. Um, and the other one, uh, I guess I have two more that mainly, but going down, Pitt and Clemson. Yes. Which, how crazy is it that Pitt is favored against Clemson? Yeah. That, that, that's uh, one that I was going to talk about, too, if you didn't, uh, because of that very yeah. reason. Um, I didn't have time. I wanted to go look back and see when was the last time Pitt was actually favored against Clemson. So that, that would be interesting to go look at. Because, uh, yeah, man, that really tells probably the been, tale right there. Yeah, it's probably been at least a decade. Um, but, yeah, Pitt, and, I mean, I said it, Last episode, I think I did think Pitt looked like the best team in the ACC with that offense, even though they've had a loss against Western Michigan, some cl- a close win against Tennessee. Um, you know, we don't really talk about Pitt offense, but Kenny Pickett has been really good, and this offense has kind of come to life. And yeah. I said it last, I said it last week. Clemson, until they uh, win by more than one score, I'm going to keep fating them, and I'm going to do the same thing here as well. Uh, even though Pitt's favored, I am going to take Pitt. Uh, Clemson, they barely beat Syracuse. Whoever they played before, they barely beat. I mean, this offense has been atrocious. And the offensive line play hasn't changed at all. And so until that does, they're going to still struggle to score. And Pitt, you know, even though their defense has been iffy, I mean, they can push Clemson's line around. I think they can cause problems just like Syracuse did. I mean, there's no reason to see why they shouldn't be able to do that. Uh, Clemson's still a pretty decent defense um but the way Pitt's offense has been playing uh I I do think especially at home that Pitt can win this game uh because it's still you know Pitt I'm not gonna put a lot of confidence in it I'm gonna put eight but yeah I'm gonna take Pitt yeah okay so I mean 
similar for me. I, I'm I'm taking Pitt. I'm actually a bit more confident now that I look. I was looking at the wrong one, but yeah, I'm, I'm taking Pitt with 16, and it's kind of a form of Russian roulette, really. I, I, each week I've been picking Clemson, thinking, okay, it's Clemson. They've got the talent. You know, they've got a whole crap ton of talent on that team. Uh, DJ's a pretty good quarterback. He's shown that he can be pretty good. They still have a solid defense. Uh, I think the defense is just starting to get worn out. Um, and so each week I've been, okay, Clemson's going to, It's this is the week. This is the week. So now I'm at the point where, okay, they are what they are. Um, you're right. They, they've won a lot of very close games against competition that, frankly, if they were anything like the Clemson of the past, they should have blown away. So... I have spun the wheel of the gun for this Russian roulette, and I believe that the bullet is not in the chamber this week. <laughs> and so I'm going with Pitt uh, with 16. All right. Join us next time for Clemson Roulette. Yes, Clemson uh, Roulette. Uh, the only other one that really is interesting to me this week is Oregon and UCLA because uh, it's Oregon's last uh, really you know toughest opponent on their schedule the rest of the season um, or at least it should be UCLA has uh, struggled a little bit they've been up and down all season uh, but Oregon past couple games you know I mean they lost to Stanford they barely beat a one win Cal team last week um, that offense uh, just hasn't been clicking, especially ever since they lost Verdell too. Uh, that run game has not been uh, really efficient. So it's really just been up to that quarterback. And so you look at UCLA, uh, who's pretty decent in, in run defense, right, which is good for them. Plus they're pretty, you know, they've been pretty, they've been okay running the ball. And it's, that's been up and down too. And so, you know, Oregon's you know, defense, a lot of their starters are back. Uh, I think they'll have to try to be efficient running the ball so they can open that passing game. So it, this is tough uh, because I feel like this could go either way. UCLA, UCLA is favored at home. I am going to take the Bruins. Uh, I do think the Bruins can win this game at home uh, just because of the pieces they've lost on offense. Um, I don't know if Oregon... I mean, I feel like Oregon could outscore UCLA, but it, this could, this could, game could go either way. Uh, so I'm not putting a lot of confidence in it. But because the Bruins are at home, uh, I'm going to take UCLA with seven. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you with respect to, to UCLA. They are kind of up and down. Um, I look at Oregon, though, and that quarterback, he's kind of a hit and miss. Uh, you know, and I, I, we always go back. I go back quite often to the, the Ohio State game, and I keep saying it, right? They should not have lost to this team. Um, I, I'm not overly impressed with Oregon. And I said that they would lose multiple games. You know, they turned around, they lost to Stanford. I, I agree with you. I think this game could go either way. Um, you, you look at Chip Kelly and you think, okay, he wants to beat that old team, but then sometimes... That, that causes causes you to maybe choke a little bit, you know, kind of get a little bit cautious when you shouldn't and, and whatnot, right? And, and I think that's going to be a big deal. Um, and that's why I think it could go either way. It's that Chip Kelly factor. Uh, but at the end of the day, I, I am going to take UCLA. I, I had picked UCLA at the beginning of the year, right? 
And with respect to Oregon, um, I think you're right with with the with the running back being out. Brown is is okay, right? He's not great. Um, I think Ohio State just made him look good uh, because every every other game beside that one, he he's been just mediocre. And it's at UCLA. I'm kind of erring on the side that you know Chip Kelly sees this as his real big. Um, I don't want to say coming out, right? But but with respect to UCLA, it's been a very slow march to get where he is right now. And I think there are still doubters. And I think this is that type of game for him. Oregon, still highly thought of. His old team, they come in and he beats them. I, I think things look better for Chip Kelly. And I, and I, I think that's what's going to happen. I'm going to go 14 on UCLA. All right. Uh, any other games you want to cover in more detail before we hit rapid fire well i you know i, I do think um the lsu Ole miss game does interest me uh you know we talked about it briefly already uh i made fun of lsu <laughs> you know, why didn't you just go ahead and get rid of the guy completely have an interim coach uh and i mentioned it i think this is one as I read about Orgeron, you know, when he was at USC as the interim coach, they went six and two uh, with him as interim coach at USC. And fast forward, he was interim coach at LSU first, right when they fired Les Miles, and he had the same six and two record. Uh, it's not the six and two that really intrigues me there. What intrigues me is that under certain circumstances, he has a way of really motivating the team. He's a character, he's a goofy guy, and there's a lot of stuff out there about him right now and all of his girlfriends and their kids. But when it comes to football, although I don't think he's a great coach, he does have this ability under certain circumstances to really motivate a team. And I think this might be one of those circumstances, you know, where uh, the university has said to the team, we give up on your coach, and I can see them rallying around him and you know, winning this game. They have the talent to do so. Right, and that's one of the knocks against him. He has some of the best talent in the country on that team. Yeah, there might be some injuries, and they may not be in the positions where they want them at right now, and they have lost a couple of key people in the secondary and all of that. I get that. Uh, but I, I, I kind of see this as one, and, and I could totally see it going the other way too, right? The world collapsing on them and then, them just getting completely blown out. But I tend to think it's one where they're going to rally around him and they are going to... Uh, not only you know cover that ten point five, but maybe even beat Ole Miss. Yeah, I agree. Not only the motivation factor, but um, Ole Miss's defense isn't really that good. You know, LC has shown um, you know their their offense is starting to look a, a little bit better. I mean, the running back had a big game against Florida. I think he can do the same against Ole Miss, uh, who's is a terrible uh, rushing defense. And even with the pass, Max Johnson's got a couple of receivers that are coming on. Ten and a half is just too big. I know it's at Ole Miss. Uh, but the way their defense is playing, even if Ole Miss wins, I think LSU should be able to cover that ten and a half pretty easily. So I got 13 on the Tigers. Yeah, and just as an aside, given that it's LSU and Ole Miss, right, Ed Orgeron against his old team, I had to bring up just the video clip from the blind side of you know, Ed Orgeron um, in that movie. Okay. Okay. You ready for a rapid fire? 
Yes, I am. All right. Fire away. All right. I'll go right down. Just re re say the points for the picks we did. All right. 17 on Coastal. I have 21 on SMU beating Tulane. Uh, covering the 14, Tulane's not there. Uh, only won one game. Our defense is atrocious. Uh, Samuel will pass it right through them. I've got four on UCF, uh, mainly because it's at home. Uh, this game has gone back and forth the past couple of years. That's what, why I only got four on UCF to cover. Uh, 16 on Wake. I've got five on Northwestern. 21 and a half. It's a big spread. Uh, Michigan, I feel like, should be able to cover that. Uh, Northwestern has played Michigan really close. Uh in the past, you know, the past few times they played him, and I think they can do they can do that again. So I've got five on them, twenty three on Cincy, uh, eighteen on Penn State. Even without Clifford, uh, Illinois be lucky to score on them. I got twenty four on Oklahoma. Don't care what the spread is against Kansas with Williams there. They should definitely cover thirty and a half. I got twenty four. Uh, I've only got one on Va Tech. Uh, this game could go either way. I have no idea. Uh, two on Purdue. I've got three on Miami of Ohio. Uh, when you look at the stats, they're actually pretty similar to Ball State. Um, it's at Ball State, but I'm going to root for a team close to us. Go Miami. Uh, eight on Pitt. Uh, Eleven on Oklahoma State. I feel like Iowa State positioned to win this game, playing a little bit better. Oklahoma State have a letdown, but it is a six-point spread. I think they can keep it close even if they lose. Uh, I've got 12 on Minnesota to cover minus five. Um, Maryland is uh, just not there, uh, especially on uh, the offense. Just too too variable for me. Uh, 13 on LSU. Of course, 7 UCLA. I've actually got 14 on Louisville uh, with, with Boston College's quarterback out. Uh, There's been a more of a struggle for them on offense. Uh in shootout games, uh, I'll take Louisville all day. Uh, 20 on Alabama to cover 27.5 on Tennessee. Um, I think they, they always destroy Tennessee. I don't see why this would be different this year. 10 on UTSA. Uh, even on the road, Louisiana Tech uh, is a terrible defense. Continue the undefeated season for UTSA. Uh, San Diego State, I'm going to take with six. This is a tough one. Air Force is going to be a tough matchup for them. Air Force is actually playing really well. Air Force is favored. I'm going to take San Diego State. I'm not sure why, but uh, I feel like they'll stay undefeated. We've got 15 on NC State. Uh, Miami's not a good team. They've had Miami's number. Has been close past couple of years, but uh, I think NC State does more than enough. TCU have actually got 22. Uh, I know... You know, they're not a great defense either. 22 on TCU. But West Virginia's defense has been really bad. I think TCU will light it up through the air. They'll probably get up some big plays themselves. But at home, uh, I think TCU wins by uh, a touchdown at least. Got 19 on A&M. South Carolina's terrible. Uh, I do have 9 on Notre Dame. USC uh, against bigger competition has just not been there. Um, Interim coach, I think it's just a transition. It's... Uh, yeah, not liking USC. And, of course, like we talked about, 25 on Ohio State to roll through Indiana. All righty then. Okay. As I said, 24 on the Chanteclaws. I have got 
three on SMU. I've got two on UCF. I've got seven on Army. I have got 22 on Me Chicken, which is interesting. I, uh, I, I thought about that. You know, yeah, North, you're right. Northwestern has played them tough recently, but it is at Michigan, and that is a hallmark of Harbaugh is they always play much better at home. They've had some time. Um, yeah, just I see Scum being able to pull that one off. Um, like I said, I've got Navy for one. I've got Penn State for 21. I've got Oklahoma for 15. I've got eight on Virginia Tech. I have my 20 on Perdont. I've got four on Ball State. I know you said Miami, uh, but similarly, I think this, you know, I'm not highly confident. That's why I'm only gone four because I really don't know much about either of them, to be honest. Um, got my 16 on Pitt. I've got 11 on Iowa State. Um, I think you're right. I think they're they're starting to come out of the clouds, similar to last year where they stunk it up at the beginning but played stronger as they went. Uh, I don't know that they're playing that strong, but I do think they're playing stronger. Oklahoma State had a pretty passionate and emotional win last week against Texas. Um, I think... They're going to be there's going to be a little bit of a letdown for them, so I'm going with Iowa State. Uh, 23 on Minnesota for them, uh, they are playing better football. Yeah, it's still laughable that they lost to uh, Bowling Green, but they beat Purdue, right? Um, you know they've won some some games that um, I don't think we thought that they would, and now with Iowa losing, you know Minnesota, yeah, they, they've only got one conference loss. Right, so uh, I think this is the um, the motivation for them uh, that they would need to uh, to win this game. Um, like I said, I've got six on LSU. I've got fourteen on UCLA. I've got twelve on Boston College, and and that's every week I do go through some of these, and and um, I don't get them all done right away, so sometimes I'm kind of pushing at the end to get some of them done. And I go look at some of these, and I'm like, why did I pick that one? And I'm kind of with you. I'm not really sure why I picked BC, especially with 12 points, but there it is. I got 12 on BC. You're right. Uh, Bama will continue to crush Tennessee. I've got 17 on Bama. Uh, uh, San Antonio, I've got 9 on them. I've got 5 on San Diego State. Very similar. Um not overly confident. Air Force is pretty good, uh, but the Fighting Brady hoax, you know, they're they're going to bring it. Um, Eighteen on NC State, thirteen on TCU, nineteen just like you uh, on A and M. Um, I've got ten on Notre Dame. Uh, I agree. I, I think for me, you know, I've already talked about Notre Dame and my disrespect for them this year. But it is at Notre Dame. They've had a little time off. USC, uh, I just don't know. I mean, I really don't know who's going to show up there. So I'm going with Notre Dame. And then, yeah, 25 on the Ohio State University. All right. 
As we sit, uh, as we finish, looks like Coastal and App still tied ha- halfway through the second at 14. Okay. So we'll see. Hopefully a good start for us, but uh, y- yeah, probably miss watching some of these games, of course, going to the Indiana game, but should be uh, a good weekend. It will be splendiferous. Okay. And when we hear the word splendiferous, that means, everyone, that you were all blessed with a splendiferous time listening to Buckeye Bombast with Bill Haven and Bo Boy. Indubitably.